This is a podcast by Wellhouse Church, where certain things are fixed, the essentials of faith, and the best beer is served on tap, while everything else is just a matter of perspective. What's cracking, beer lovers? Hey, 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 hey. We back with some more beer and some more theology. Beer? Mo beer? Mo theology. I swear that's got to be, that's got to be oh, on it's a gonna be, or something. It's, it's going to be on a right. t-shirt. And a hat, and a koozie, and a whole lot of the other crap. <laughs> <laughs> a beer cozy. Oh, a beer cozy. A beer cozy. Yep. You got. You know. You got to keep them comfortable while you're drinking. <laughs> it's a cozy. <laughs> uh, shout out the ranch. <laughs> That's right. Hey, uh, Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> yeah. All right. So for all of our people on YouTube, I apologize. I am going to be looking at my phone most of this episode, but it's because. We got some wings cooking on the pit, and I don't want to overcook them. So. Yeah, and I I just realized that the entire, like, this is now the fourth episode that we've recorded tonight. I've been fiddling with this watch. because You I'm don't not, wear a watch a lot. I'm not used to wearing a watch, but yeah. my friend left this on my kitchen table. Oh. And I was like, I was looking has it at been, it. Has it been at your house for 30 days? No, it's not legally oh. mine. Oh. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know that rule, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's not legally mine. But no, he left it on my kitchen table. We were playing poker the other night and he just took it off and like set it down. Yeah. And um, I, I was just looking at it. I was like, that's a really nice watch. Yeah. And I just put it on to see how it would look. And I was like. That actually looks really good. Yeah. And I was like, we're going to, I'm going to record. I'm going to leave it on. I'm going to put this watch on. <laughs> and so now I'm fiddling with it. And now I think I want to wear a watch again. Nice. Because I haven't worn a watch in years. I I love wearing a watch. I do too. Now I'm I'm definitely a millennial because I wear a smart watch. Right. But that's because I'm a bad millennial and I leave my phone everywhere. <laughs> so <laughs> all that crap pops up on my watch. Yeah, and I'm I like, get that. Oh, yeah. And it's also like, and it connects to your AirPods too. Like, it. I'm a I'm an Apple fanboy. Like everything connects. And it, if I like, had if I had more money, yeah, I would mo- have an Apple Watch and AirPods too. Like yeah. mo mo money's mo problems. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. If I had more money, I would buy all of these things. But I'm a broke yeah. college student. I live in a flipping trailer. Yep. For, for all of that, like yep. straight up. Um. So. We got some good beers tonight. I'm very excited. All right, so let's talk about yours first because I do think it's the cooler of the two beers, and I'm jealous that he's drinking it and not me. I bought it, so I chose it yeah, for me. Yeah, so Clayton did <laughs> buy beer today, and so it was his choice. And It is a double dry hopped hazy India pale ale called Mutagen. And for you guys on YouTube, you can see... What does that remind you of from your childhood? TMNT! It should remind you of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I was a total... I don't know how they were able to pull that off and like not license that. I was a total shellhead growing up, though. Yeah. It looks almost identical. It does. It it looks so cool. Even down to the red. Yeah. Like, dude, I'm it like, looks it's, so cool. I don't know how they were able to do that and not license it. Uh, I don't know either. I saw this and it caught my eye as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, and I, you remember, like I oh, was yeah. crazy about it growing up. Like Clayton as a kid, was insane about it. I had them. I had all of the action figures. Yeah, for right? sure. Like I was really into it. Um, it's from Ingenious Brewing Company. Um, it is eight point two, um, and it is a pint. Um, so careful. Um, the trigger is beeping. 
It is beeping. It has reached our goal. So I'm going to put it on keep warm and our wings will be ready when the episode is over. Dope. Yeah, so it's a uh, um it's got citra hops in it, um oat cream. Yeah, I think that I think that's all I can say about it without tasting it. Nice. And so I have something that Clayton also got once again. He bought an IPA, didn't let me drink it. This guy. It's because I love you and I want you to experience more than hops. Yeah. So I have once again I have um, another untitled art. An un- another untitled art. Um, we, j- I really like what they're doing over there. Yeah, I, I like want to so support too. them. They're as much doing. Possible. They're doing a lot of different things in brewing. That's why I want to support them. And I have no joke. This is legit. This is what it says on the can: chocolate raspberry imperial stout. Okay, pause. Who remembers in the room what other beer we've had like that? Well, the St. Arnold. Hey, St. Arnold. Yeah, <laughs> you want to yeah. sponsor up. us and yeah. do a partnership? <laughs> but this says on the bottom of the can, it says Imperial Stout with raspberry puree and milk sugar. Yeah. I bet this is going to be sweet out of its mind. And unfortunately, once again, like always, HEB get better. I'm trying the, to pull the this sticker off. Sticker is blocking the APV. Ho! Oh! Ho! Oh! Did you get it off? No, but I got enough to see. Eleven percent ABV. Woo! We ain't playing around tonight. Apparently, it's a good thing we got wings about to come we, off. We're the pit. about to eat because he needs to eat. <laughs> After this, I will. When My you, goodness! When you're drinking. Beer lovers, as you probably know, I don't need to tell you this, but in case you've never heard, when you're drinking, you need to eat. It's always important to eat, and and it's and like I say the all best the time. Thing to eat. Yeah, so it's like I say all the time. You could be drinking, and you're okay. If you drinking, that's another the, problem. The I versus the A. Yeah, is a problem. Yeah. In the same way, if you're drinking, you need to be. Eating. <laughs> you, like, <laughs> you need to be snacking. You need to be putting some food in that body. Well, so if you if you're drinking, you you need food. If you're drinking, no, if you drinking, you need to stop. <laughs> if you drinking and you're getting close to the limit where you need to start thinking about food, oh, you oh, need to quit you drinking. Need, you need to stop. Yeah, yeah. But if you're drinking, you need to eat. Right. Yeah. I, I see. For what you, sure. I see what you're saying. For I sure. agree. All right, let's try these. Let's do it, dude. I'm so excited. Cheers. Cheers. I'm jealous. Ooh, that was a nice one. Ooh, that legit looks like caramel. Oh, dude, that looks delicious. I don't know. YouTube people, can you see that? I'm going to try not to spill it and let you. Yeah, I spilled it. That looks delicious, though. It does. This is why I miss pouring them in glasses. Yeah, but... Because they can't see the color on the camera. Yeah, but... Ooh. Hmm. Ooh. Whoa. That is interesting as junk. All right, we've never done this before. Swap taste? Swap taste. Let's do it. Hmm. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. Two, and and going with the theme, ingenious brews. Yeah, absolutely. This this untitled art, that's my favorite untitled art we've had I'm yet. like, legit, I, it tastes like you're drinking chocolate. It, it, it legit does. It tastes like uh, a chocolate raspberry candy. And I love. That is delicious. I love. Red. Too. Yeah, yeah, like, it's got a red a light, hue to it. It's like it's, red. It's almost like you melded a really dark porter wow. with an amber or like a red, an Irish red. And like you got this, I mean, it legit, you can't see it, but it almost looks similar to like big red yeah, around yeah, yeah, the yeah, ring. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, super absolutely. red. It's very red. It's very chocolatey, super raspberry. It's insane. It is delicious. Yours is also a very, very good IPA. I really enjoy it. It's sweeter than I expected. Yes, that's what I was going to say. You don't get a lot of IPAs that are sweet in flavor. They're they're almost tart and bitter because it, of the ex like now the don't, added don't, hop. Don't hear me. It's it's not like a simple sweetness. No, no, no. It's right. not like a like a complex it's sugar. A, it's a very malty kind of sweetness. Yeah, it's like it it provides the balance you want with something that's super hoppy. Yeah, and, and, and which is a really good balance to that citra. Yeah, right for sure. Um, for sure. I really enjoy this. I will probably be buying another one of these. As will I be buying one? Yeah. One so of those. I was going to say I will be buying both of these again because those are insane. You know what we need to do? What we need to open a beer bar and just start keeping a list of all of the beer that we do on Pints Perspectives and I start know, trying man. to source and pull I know, in. man. It's going to be called Wellhouse Brews. I like it's already a thing. I know, but the problem is our listener, like our listener base, is so worldwide. Yeah. That to isolate into one place seems impossible because yeah. we have so many people all over. I mean, the place. at this point, we're up to like over a thousand unique individuals that yeah. listen to this podcast. We're we're like six hundred downloads a month. Yeah, you know, it'd be even cooler though. We could start featuring some of our own brews. We could. We could like and the like, black IPA mm, if we like, could figure out how to recreate it. And we could call it. Um, ooh, ooh, dude! We could call it the narrative. <laughs> it is telling a story. It is telling a story from the came, first time it hits you until the back of your palate. Well, not just that, though. Its inception came from a great story where come. we screwed we up a different a beer. <laughs> as did, ooh, and here's another good connection. As did humanity in yeah. the narrative of scripture, which requires Jesus, which requires um, grace and salvation, and then the second coming, and, and, it and all heaven works on earth. together. It all the works together. Black IPA is now and forever known. And if you are here listening to this, you are lucky. You are an OG. If you are here listening and, and know this. It's it, the narrative. It is now forever known as the narrative IPA. Agreed. It has been declared. I don't smack, have a gavel. Smack. Yeah, I don't have a gavel. <laughs> <laughs> like Hitting the Bible with my fist is the best I can do. Lord Jesus, let this be known. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Among all the nations. <laughs> Amen. All right. Let's do this thing because I it. really want to eat some wings. I do too. All right. Continuing on women. Man, I cannot get over how good this beer it's is. It's a good beer. It's I a really, really good enjoy beer. it. It's like a dessert, man. It is. It is like super good. 
I haven't had a I haven't had a beer that complex and that delicious in a in long, a long time. time. I was thinking like St. Arnold's Bishop Barrel. So like, I've never had any of the Bishop Barrels. You never had any of them? No, I've never been to the I've never oh, been to the, the brewery. Because I was gonna go for my twenty first, but flipping COVID. Number twenty one. Number twenty one's the best one they've ever made. It had a cherry adjunct in it. Oh my god, the best one. Anyways, once again, shout out St. Arnold. Hit us up. Yeah, let's do a partnership. I'm serious. Come on. All right. So here's the deal. We're talking about women, right? Yeah, we're talking about. And women. last week we oh, talked women. about First Timothy, and we talked a ton about First Corinthians eleven. Yeah. I want to do an episode where, which is this episode, just dedicating ourselves to First Corinthians eleven. That's needed. Now, something you need to know, listener. When you open your Bible and you look and you get chapter and verse and subheadings, none of that exists in Greek. No. It's a letter. Yeah. You and you don't even get in ancient letter writing, you don't even get paragraphs. Yeah. And so, in true ancient letter writing, you don't even get punctuation. Right. So and because of that, this is a super weird transition here, right? So I was just reading this and thinking about all of the things. I didn't know you were going to go here. And I was just yes. thinking about and reading all of this and just thinking it's super weird. We go from verse 33 in First uh, Corinthians 10. Just as I try to please everyone in everything I do, not seeking my own advantage, but that of many so that they may be saved, to verse 1 of chapter 11, be imitators of me as I am of Christ. And then we go into head coverings. I commend you because you remember me and everything and maintain the traditions, blah, 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 blah. Well, it feels like a good flow. It does feel like a good flow. The subheadings what screws it the up. The subheading flips it. Yeah, the subheading in the chapters, like, I really wish that we could find a different way to do this. Yeah. Because if you're reading for the narrative, if you're reading for the progress, the development of the letter, the subheadings well, screw it up. Well, and if you're reading the NRSV, right, you have verse one, be imitators of me as I am of Christ, head coverings. So, yeah, subheading, head coverings, next section. It's so weird. They go to get, all of this goes together. Literally, so like, we, we have said this before and we will say it a million times before. The epistles are meant to be read in one sitting. They are a letter yeah. that's read in one sitting before the entire congregation. Yes. Why do you think I love the voice Bible? Because it doesn't use these types of headings. No like subheadings. Yeah, it just flows like a story, like a narrative. And it's written in playwright. Yes. It is a narrative. And I get crap all the time when I tell people I love the voice Bible, but it's because it fits with my theological implications. Absolutely. And and, and I'm actually going to go grab your, your voice Bible over there if that's okay. Yeah, it's right over there. Yeah. So while Clayton's running away... I, I really have a problem with chapter, verse, and subheadings. I wish there were a way to direct people to sections of the text where we didn't have to use those. Yeah. Unfortunately, I've not figured out a better way, and so I stick with what we have, but I really want to move away from this. Yeah. Um, the thing about the voice Bible and, and what they're doing here without the headings is it flows like a narrative. But also there is narration. 
Yes. Right. We have um, in the middle of chapter 11, um, we won't get there, I don't think, in this episode. But Well, we'll go through 1 through 16. Yeah, we're not going to get there because the narration doesn't happen until 20, in between 26 and 27. Yeah. Anyways, it, it flows like a narrative like it's supposed to. Yeah. And, and here, that is very important. Yeah. Right? Because you, you see the context of everything happening before and everything happening after. Yeah. Um, you don't try to break it up into these individual things. Correct. All right. So let's jump into this. Uh, Clayton. Um, yes. Mm, oh, over there. Uh, will you go grab my Greek Bible, please? So I want to talk about this because there, there's something very important that people don't understand when they read 1 Corinthians 11. Sorry. People don't understand this when they read 1 Corinthians 11. Yeah. And it's super important to truly being able, I think, this is IMO, to being able to truly understand this. So Paul says in 11.1, be imitators of me as I am of Christ. Okay, so he's telling every person, be an imitator of me, which right before that he says, I don't seek my own advantage, mm -hmm. but that of many, mm -hmm. so that they may be saved. Yeah. That's the hint of clause. That's, that's so that for the purpose of they may be saved. Then he says in verse two, I commend you because you remember me and everything and maintain the traditions just as I handed them on to you. But I want you to understand that Christ is the head of every man and the husband is the head of his wife and God is the head of Christ. All right, listener, hear me on this. In Greek, he says, I command you that every, everyone remember me in all things, that all, all the things be remembered according to me. Also that I've passed on to you, you said, uh, but I will, verse 16, that you understand that every man is the head, that Christ is the head of every man, and that ev every man is the head of every woman. There is no verb as those continue. So I, I do want to clarify, um, in, in the NRSV, that is actually verse 3. Yeah, it is in verse 3. I read through all of it. You, like you said 16. Did I say 16? Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said 16. I'm probably hungry. Yeah, so in the NRSV, verse 3 says, But I want you to understand that Christ is the head of every man, and the husband is the head of of his wife and God is the head of Christ. Yeah. So I'm going to read it to you in the most literal word for word Greek translation I can give, but I will or wish you to understand that every man, the head of the Christ is so that Christ is the head of every man. And the head of woman, the man, 
So the head of the woman is the man. The head, but the head of Christ, the God. Mm-hmm. There's no verb. So what's happening here, in Greek, you don't have to supply a verb for every time you need to use the verb. Right. If you don't give a verb, you use the preceding verb. Right. So you've just got a bunch of like pronouns and nouns and adjectives that make up sentences because you carry the verb. So when you go back to the NRSV, here's what happens. And YouTube listeners, I want you to watch my hands. But I want you to understand that Christ is the head of every man and the husband is the head of his wife and God is the head of Christ. You see what I just did? Mm -hmm. You have to carry the verb. You cannot change the order. Paul is being very specific in exactly what he is saying. I want you to understand that Christ is where I'm starting, is the head of every man, and the husband is below Christ, who's the head of every woman, who's below the man. But God is is the head of Christ. We've made a circle. Yeah. Intentionally, I think, Paul has made a circle in what that is. Would you say mm. that God... Oh. You see where I'm, you see I where see I'm where going? I see where you're going. Keep going, keep going, keep going. God and Jesus, God and Christ are three in one. Yes. They are equal. And this progression mm. is not a hierarchy. It is a circle. I love it. And you get that because there's no flipping verb. We love to, to see carry it. it. We love to see it. Put this on a flipping t-shirt. No, there's no way to put this in a t-shirt. I mean, unless you do a diagram, maybe. Yeah, you do a diagram. You God, go down and then back up. Yeah. No, you start. You start with God, Christ, or man, woman, woman, back to God. God. Yeah, maybe so. We might put that on a t-shirt. Like, but like it's the, just, mm. the point here is, is that. Paul could have continued to supply the verbs. Yeah, he could have. He chose not to. Yeah. Paul could have differentiated these. He chose not to. Paul could have started with God and worked down in a hierarchy. But he didn't. He chose not to. This is a circular, a cyclical thing that Paul is doing here. And that cannot be missed. Well, but that that also feeds back into... The whole husbands love love your lives like Christ love your wives like Christ loved the church. Um, yep. Wives submit to your husbands. Yada yada yada. Yeah, right? I don't disagree with that at all. All yeah. of that feeds back in. But however, when we look at that text, we have to remember that it's both sacrificial in nature. Agreed. Right. Hundred percent. The author is saying the exact same thing, just with different words. Agreed. Agreed. Feeding back into the cycle. That's why and so, I've never heard you use that cycle, that cyclical metal, metaphor before, but it fits so well, and that's why I flipped. Well, I used that. I, I was in a I was in a seminary class at Truett, and we were I was in a Paul I was in a class called Paul for Pilgrims. It was taught by the dean, Doctor Todd Still, who I absolutely love, a man of the utmost grace. He's teaching this class, and he's the dean of the seminary. Like, deans don't teach classes. Right. <laughs> like, that doesn't 
generally happen. But they he can, he but. decides to teach this class, and I happen to be able to get into it. Mm-hmm. And we're having this conversation, and we're talking about First Corinthians. No, we're talking about women in general because the whole idea was Paul for pilgrims. And so the idea was that Paul was on pilgrimage and as he went to places and met people, he developed as a person on pilgrimage. Yep. And so we went through a season of that of that class where we talked about the role of women upon Paul's beliefs and ministry. Yeah. Excuse me. We're talking about that. And in the class... Somebody happens to mention something, and I don't remember offhand what it was, but it was very derogatory towards women, which is like uber taboo at Truett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you ever wanted to be a woman, or if you were ever a woman, or wanted to be a woman, and you wanted to go to seminary, go, go to, to Truett. That is the most go affirming place you could ever be. Go to if Truett. you want to be theologically moderate or conservative in every other area. Go to Truett. <laughs> Go to Truett. And so yeah. somebody makes this comment, and it's not super derogatory towards women, but like it was derogatory enough that it ruffled my feathers. Oh, ooh. And and I just sat there, and then somebody else chimed in. Said something else derogatory? Said something else. and they. But this other person brought up 1 Corinthians 11, and Dr. Still was about to respond and I said, hey, Dr. Still, uh, can I take this one? And he was like, yeah, what do you got? And I did that exact thing. The cycle. The cycle. And Dr. Still looked at me and goes, I have not thought about that. And like, end of conversation. It was just over. Well, but but when you look at the Greek and how it it it, it makes sense because when you look at it here, um, well, but it looks weird. But it why? Weird. But why does he mention the head? I don't know why. Because he's about to talk about head coverings of women. Okay, okay, he's okay, okay, abolishing okay. head coverings. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I see it. I see it now. It makes sense. It, the it whole thing. In the, in, the question throughout yeah. the rest of the narrative is: Can women pray and prophesy with their head uncovered? Right. Paul ends up eventually saying, "Do what's pleasing to the society." Right. Essentially. But his beginning place. Make space for women not to have to wear head coverings. Because so, as man may be the head of woman, Christ is the head of man, and God is the head of Christ. It's a cyclical thing. Yeah, I love it, dude. I love it. I absolutely love it. I will steal this. I will give you credit for the first two times, and then I'm going to steal it. <laughs> yeah, at least six. At least six. Because this is uniquely original to me. Yeah, absolutely. I have not found anyone. And for Todd still to look at me and go, I have not thought about that. This is mine. Yeah. No, absolutely it is. I, I, I was joking, right? Yeah. Like, no, yeah. I was joking. You you can give me credit, but like, I need at least six, not two. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give you credit forever. Like, yeah. because that, this is uniquely that, mine. That is absolutely fundamentally different than anything I've ever heard. Yeah. Well, because nobody's, nobody's talking about it that way. Yeah. Paul could have used verbs. Paul could have started with God. Paul could have done a whole lot of things and he chose not to. Yeah. Nobody in their right mind refutes that Paul wrote 1 Corinthians. Mm-hmm. You cannot miss that. 
Yeah, yeah. The question here is, can women pray and prophesy in church with their head uncovered? Paul ends up saying, do what's best for the society. Do Cover your head if you feel you need to. Be all things to all people. But right? he, yeah, that's chapter nine. Yeah. We're not very far removed from that. Yeah. And once again, it's a narrative. All this flows together. Yeah. You read this in one. You can't read 11 without reading nine. Yeah. But Paul begins the section about head coverings, talking about a cyclical thing about the head of every individual person. Absolutely. Paul is 100% affirming women here in any and all capacities in the church office. Yeah. No question in my mind. So I, I've talked about this. Coaster the bottom of the coaster. Coaster gone. So while I explain this, you can grab it. We've talked about this on this podcast. I've, I've told this story in a few different variations on this podcast before. I had this conversation, this exact conversation about First Corinthians, about First Corinthians eleven with a person once. Okay, that ended in a very heated kind of conversation. I've had a thousand of those. Yeah, literally yeah. a thousand of those. I, I've yeah. talked about this exact conversation on here multiple times. Yep. Um. It, that conversation also included other things that I'm not ready to get into, yep, but like, yep, yep. um, but it ended up on women and it came back to first Corinthians 11. Mm-hmm. I did not have in my tool belt what you just explained. No, I now have that in my tool belt. And next time this text comes up, I will be using it. You and Todd still, and about 12 other people in the room of that seminary class have that in your tool belt. And now about a, that's it because literally i went after that and dr still was like i hadn't thought about that i literally left and like went looking for someone talking about this and couldn't find one even i've never heard that before even my mentor and my first greek or my second greek professor but the one that was most influential upon me his name's tim brookens he's a just greek guru and he specializes in First Corinthians. When I went back and talked to him about that, he was like, I hadn't thought about it. And this is a dude that's been that's written two different commentaries on First Corinthians. Yeah. Hadn't thought about that cyclical cycle there. But it feels like it makes sense, right? The way the narrative flows, it feels like it makes sense. The flow of the narrative, especially moving the head coverings, and Paul's choice to use the word... Um, So Paul uses the word, so he he talks about head coverings, and it's very clearly, yeah, it's very clearly a play off of, like when he's talking about head coverings, it's a word that's a cognate of the word he chooses to use for head, which is kephale. Paul could have said submission. Paul could have said authority. Paul could have Mm -hmm. said a number of things. He chose kephale, a cognate of head covering, Mm. to talk about this. You cannot miss the synonymy of what's happening here. Yeah. He starts with the head of man is Christ and then moves into whether or not... Or the head of... Woman is, is man. man, right? And the head well, I wasn't of God gonna go through all that, but is Christ. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't gonna go through all that because, but then immediately after that, 
They're talking about head coverings. Head coverings. Whether or not women should teach and prophesy with their heads covered or uncovered. Legit. Right after that, any man, this is verse four, any man who prays or prophesies with something on his head disgraces his head. But any woman who prays or prophesies with her head unveiled disgraces her head. It is one and the same thing as having her uh, head shaved. For if a woman will not veil herself, then she should cut off her hair, yada, yada, yada. It's disgraceful for a woman. For a man ought not have his head veiled, which, once again, there's a lot of cultural things we don't have time to get into there, but it's, we don't care. No, it's cultural. Right? We don't care if men wear hats now, and we don't care if men have long hair, and we don't care if women have short hair. And we don't care if... If they don't wear hats. Right, right. It's not a thing. Like, it's well, all cultural. Hold on. There are some traditions that still... There are, for sure. But in America, we definitely don't care. In America... There by and large, some. there are always outliers. Yeah. By and large. So here's what Paul says. At the very end, this is verse 14. Does not nature itself teach you that if a man wears long hair, it is degrading to him? Yeah. Does nature teach that? I don't know. I grow hair all the time, and if I don't cut it, it would be long as hell. But, but, but can we not think back to Samson? Right, like, <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. I never thought about that. That's a great point. Yeah, like God told him not to cut his hair, and then when he did, he lost his strength. Like, that's a really great. I've never thought about. That's a really good point. It's not disgraceful for Samson. No. So why is it? Well, and it's not disgraceful for Jesus because he's a Nazarene. Yeah, and Nazarenes had long hair. Yeah, it's like what? That's a. Re- I need to think about that. That's a really good point. Thank you. I have a good one every now and then. Verse 15, but if a woman has long hair, it is her glory, for her hair is given to her for a covering. But if anyone is disposed to be contentious, we have no such custom, nor do the churches of God. Yeah. Paul says she's good just wearing her hair. He, even at the very end, bucks the societal norm and says she's good to go. Her hair. Yeah. It's a covering for her. But ultimately, be all things to all people. That's absolutely what right. he says. And what is all things to all people? All things to all people is stay in your lane, bro. Let women do what God has told women to do, and you do you. Stay the heck out of the way of the ladies trying to do the work of God, no matter what it is and whether or not you agree with it. I feel so bad because we're two dudes nah. sitting here having this conversation, but we I are don't. allies. I don't. Here's the deal. I, I would love to get a woman's voice on this podcast. I want a woman's voice on here too. And maybe I will get one. Maybe I will get one. I got no shame for this because women won't get a voice if men don't begin speaking for them. Mm. That's what we're doing here. Ladies, if there's anything I want you to know at Wellhouse Church, you are loved you are valued, and you are not hindered here at all. Absolutely. We, so the, the whole idea of equity is that, you, and we've talked about this before, and we'll, we're going to keep talking about it because this is very important to me and very important to Wellhouse in, in our view of justice. The, the idea of equity is you have to give up power to give power. Right. And we as white males have to give up our power to give power back to women. 
Um, and so we have to create space. We have to give up of our own content and of our own voice to create space for women to share theirs. And that starts by us saying, we affirm women in ministry. We want women to have an equal voice to us. That's where that starts. We can't just step back and let women do their thing without saying, yeah, we, we, we got this. Like, they, they got this, and we're on their side, and they got good stuff to say. Like, you, you feel what I mean? Straight up. I think if men don't speak up and give a voice for women, women are not going to create that voice on their own. Well, it's not that they couldn't. It's that... It will definitely take longer. And I actually would say I don't think they could. Well, because societally and... and systematically women are oppressed they are oppressed they're an oppressed people group and therefore they cannot have a voice of their own or at least as strong of a voice that's the deal in the words of adam cheney on let's talk if you ever want to oppress a people group take take away away their their voice voice. women have not had a voice in the church it's time that's not original to adam it's not but it's time that we give them their voice back yeah